Hello, everybody. This is Tom Eckert here. You're listening to my podcast, Numerology, a GPS for the soul. This is your place to learn about the true power of numerology and how to use it to bring out the best in yourself, understand your loved ones better, take wise decisions, and prepare for your future. In other words, how to live your life aligned with your true destiny. Take your time to educate yourself and share these podcasts with your friends and family so they too can enjoy the great benefits of numerology. Enjoy! Hello there and welcome to all my listeners. As always, recording yet another episode, such a joy to share with all of you, um, you know, new in-depth information about numerology. Today, we're diving into the part two episode in the series of how numbers function in varying chart locations. But before anything else, if you're new here, then I want to welcome you to this podcast. In this particular podcast, we discuss in-depth numerology as a path for inner transformation, spiritual growth, self-understanding, and I personally try to make numerology as accessible, applicable, grounded, and also high quality in a way that you can use it for everyday life matters and do my best to provide you with grounded information that you can actually apply in order to live a better life, a more conscious life, a more balanced life aligned with your soul and with your purpose. Now, here are just a few ways in which you can dive deeper into numerology, should that interest you. The first is that you can book a numerology reading with me. A professional numerology reading, in other words. In a reading, you can ask any question that is burning in your life and get precise answers. You can read more about the numerology readings and contact me directly through the link in the episode description. And if you wish to study numerology on a deeper level or even pursue it as a career, as a profession, then I'm inviting you to check out my numerology study paths. The first is my self-study numerology course, which you can use to learn the fundamentals of numerology at your own pace on your computer, tablet, or phone and really have a comprehensive grasp of the fundamentals. For those of you who want to dive deeper, you can sign up to my complete path of certification from beginner to numerology expert and get certified as a professional numerologist. This is a real, beautiful, life-changing uh, path of initiation into that profound transformative spiritual knowledge. So to read more, you can check out the link provided in the episode description. Having said that, and without further ado, let us dive into today's topic. So as I already mentioned, this is the second part of a two-part series about how, number, how numbers change their behavior in varying chart locations. In the previous episode, we covered the five core locations and how the numbers tend to, uh, not tend to, lend their principal energy to each location 
and change their meaning in accordance to the intention and meaning of the respective location they find themselves in. Now, this is a very important topic to learn deeply and master over time, and it makes numerology analysis much more precise and far less generalized. In this episode, I will talk about how numbers behave when they function in the period cycles part of the numerological chart. In particular, and to make it more grounded and focused, in this episode I will talk about how the numbers behave when they um, occupy the positions of the pinnacle, the challenge, and the personal year numbers. Now, in the previous episode, the focus was on the function within the blueprint of a person, namely their five chord numbers, right? And the blueprint or the five chord numbers are responsible for defining a person's character, who they are, their intrinsic potentials, their motives, and their major lessons in life. This time around, we will refer to timing, the aspect of timing in numerology and in a person's chart, and how the numbers lend their principal meaning to inform us about the various timing aspects of the chart that clarify the changing environment in which our core numbers, right, in which our personality or character or lessons, in other words, will play out, right? So we're giving, we're looking at the contextual framework today. And again, a very important aspect to learn um, in depth and, and master if you want your numerology to go deep and be accurate. So it's not enough to just understand, right, the blueprint of a person, but we need to understand the timing aspects, the context, the changing seasons from the big to the small in a person's life to understand the context within which they develop. Now, if you're rather new to numerology, I highly recommend listening to my episodes about the five core numbers, the period cycles, and the personal years, because these will be the three elements we will be uh, focusing on throughout this episode. Now, as uh, similar to the previous episode, I will not review all the numbers, but just uh, focus or use only the numbers we used in the previous episodes to keep the demonstration kind of streamlined and so that you can actually compare each one of those numbers on all those different frontiers that we will demonstrate on and see how they change, um, yeah, their meaning. And, 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 and by doing so, truly start to get a feeling of, of how the number on the one hand maintains its principal, um, we can say, element energetic principle. However, it changes form, shape, and behavior when functioning in varying locations. 
So the first location we'll start exploring right now is the pinnacles, right? So the pinnacles, and again, this is all explained in the episode about long-term period cycles or the period cycles, but still, I will I will give a kind of introduction into the pinnacles or each kind of like um, uh, um, location that we're going to uh, talk about today. So the pinnacles are a long-term, what we can say, call a long-term cycle. Uh, long-term cycles are nine years or longer. And as such, they are... Um, they're spread out, they're more spread out in terms of energetic influence, okay? You, you grow into the energetic lesson represented by the numbers um, step by step, or, or perhaps another way to look at it is that you are being slowly molded into something new by the pinnacles, so the pinnacles are like a school environment, an energetic setting in which you will have to practice your own five core numbers and adapt to new environments and thus grow in many new ways and directions. Sometimes the pinnacles are more natural, right? to your essential energies and sometimes less. But this way or the other, you must move through them and learn their lesson. So as maybe you're starting to kind of feel already by the de by definition, it's kind of the pinnacles are more like a timely lesson. It's like, like it's a, it's a it's a time bound lesson. It's it progresses. It has a kind of like an effect over time on us. It's not like a blueprint that is static in that sense, but and kind of like forever defines who we are. But it's really a, a movement, an energetic movement. Um. So since they do not represent your core personality or intrinsic potential, it is important to interpret the numbers that inhabit them in the right way. Um, we need to look at the numbers from a perspective of evolutionary environment. Remember this definition for the pinnacle, evolutionary environment or a deep intention of the soul to learn how to function within certain conditions and therefore expand its abilities and wisdom. Because the pinnacles are also bound by time, albeit a long stretch of time, we need to understand the numbers as a, a waxing and waning energy. That's kind of what I was alluding to just a minute ago. So in, in the beginning of every pinnacle, the respective number occupying the pinnacle position will slowly and gradually grow in intensity and presence and also in its kind of fructification and maturation within us. And then slowly, as we are about to transition into a new pinnacle, the energy will slowly start to wane. So it's not like you know, it's not like that we can pinpoint the exact moment, right, that we shift into a new pinnacle uh, or transition to another. It's actually a very gradual process, just like the seasons. So now let's look at a few examples. And as I already mentioned earlier, I'll use the same numbers from the previous episodes in the series. 
so that you can see the logical change in meaning of these numbers in a new context. And we'll start with number one. So number one as a pinnacle will often denote a time of opportunity to strengthen our sense of self-sufficiency and independence. To function alone. To assert our will and build a sense or cultivate a sense of self-authority. It is also often a time designated to cultivating what I like to call an inner spine, a sense of centeredness. So during such a period, we may need to face many situations in which it is our decisions and choices that lead the tone and see how idleness and complacency do not move us forward. We may also need to face authority figures during this time or maybe become one ourselves and most probably a bit of both. So we are quite literally placed in this energetic or, you know, right, spiritual energetic school environment that puts an emphasis on self-leadership and no matter what our numbers are, we will need to be molded by that energetic setting. And again, I, I recommend for those of you who are really trying to learn or deepen your understanding of numerology, I really, rec I highly recommend really listening carefully or comparing the way I talk about number one here and the way I talked about number one, for example, as a life path, right, or as an expression number the words I kind of borrow from the principal energy of number one as it changes location. Next, let us uh, take the example of number two. So number two as a pinnacle will often denote a time of growing insensitivity. The human side of our being, so to speak, that's like more uh, on the spotlight our sense of care for the other. Energetically, it may feel less um, exciting and less uh, energetic, but more mild-toned and focused on developing relational skills. It will also be a time in which we're asked to learn to act with consideration, thoughtfulness, and without a rush. Now, for some of us, this may come as a challenging lesson. For example, if our core numbers tend to be more dynamic and fiery. Okay, on purpose, I'm constantly giving you these, you know, juxtaposed examples so that you can kind of imagine what can happen, right? If these two are juxtaposed and how will that affect the person? So oftentimes in a pinnacle number two, we will again and again, be called to be patient. Things won't happen as fast as we expect or want them to. And that's exactly the way it should be. That's what we are learning in a number two school environment. Okay, again, I'm kind of emphasizing again and again, school environment, school environment, 
kind of to drill that into your mind, right, with regards to the pinnacle. That's kind of like how you want to look at it and what the number, any number basically will start to kind of like mean when they occupy that location. Now let's give a last example for this location with number three. So number three as a pinnacle will often denote a time where we are called to let the riches of creative expression really grow within us and allowed, you know, to, to be progressively more and more expressed. It is also a time for the cultivation and the awakening of simplicity, um, innocence, a certain joy of life, simple trust, maybe a time where we're learning the meaning of playfulness in the sense of approaching life in a less um, kind of like serious demeanor, okay? Um, the three period wants us to open up to new ideas, to open our head, to try out many new things and gather new experience and information. So it's like a time to learn to learn, literally, to learn and study many new things. It usually sparks our interest during such a time. Like we'll feel this kind of like this urge to study a lot. It really, so, so it's a time to learn new things, to stimulate the body and the mind and allow it all to expand our creative expression. And Again, like with both previous numbers, whether this will turn out, you know, to be easy or not for us very much depends on our five core numbers, but also not less important on the approach of our soul, which is really us, the, the free part in our being, the consciousness. Let's remember that numerology is the energetic body that the soul is wearing, that consciousness, that is what we really are, wears, but it's not ultimately who we are. It's a temporary manifestation. So we do have a say here. Now notice how um, numbers located in the pinnacle number lend their principal energy to form a direction of learning for the long haul a form of school environment, right? An energetic setting or a certain energetic context with an intention, a playground for us to ripen our core energies, if you will. Now, before I keep talking about the challenge number, if you are enjoying this podcast, my dear friends, and want to keep learning more grounded, applicable, in-depth numerology and also support my work so I can keep doing this. Make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology community. This really helps me out and helps spread um, in-depth and high-quality numerology out there and also helps me be in touch with you guys and really provide you with the content that can spark your interest and empower you and also make sure to check out the questions at the end of the episodes i'd really love to hear from you it helps me know more about you your experience with numerology and what you'd like me to talk about in my future episodes so 
it and, and, and basically helps me to provide you with better content. Okay, having said that, let us talk about the challenge number and what happens when a number lends its energy into the challenge number. And here we're going to see like a bit of a different story. So when approaching the challenge number, as the name suggests, we must look at the number occupying that location as, well, a challenge. But remember that challenge, um, that the, the challenge number has the exact same length of time as the pinnacle. Um, so it is a long-term cycle and also very, very much shapes us. In a way, you can think about it like this. No story is interesting without a challenge, right? I mean, we would never watch a movie or read a book without a challenge woven right into the plot. So it is also with our own, it, it is the same with our own life story. That is simply reflected by our own numerological chart. So the challenge number will show a lack in a particular domain of our life governed and represented by the respective number that occupies the challenge number position at a given time. It will also point to a certain struggle or a point of friction that we will have with that number. Now, naturally, from a higher perspective, it is all meant to push us into further soul development, growth and expansion. Nevertheless, nevertheless, let us not, you know, uh, downplay the fact that it does challenge us and it can feel very unsettling and uncomfortable. But in many ways, a lot of our growth in life happens through discomfort. So let's look at how number one behaves in the challenge number. So number one, as a challenge number, will denote difficulty, trusting one's own gut feelings and sense of self-authority. It's a time where perhaps all of our formidable convictions from the past suddenly are put to the test. You may be feeling more self-doubt, and perhaps the sense that you are not succeeding to fully rely on yourself, even if previously that was a very natural kind of like a tendency or inclination of yours. So you will need to constantly wrestle with the one energy in order to deal with your own doubts and bouts and, you know, somehow find that inner certainty you may be looking for. And by the way, um, talking about authority and all that, you know, in a, in, a, in a number one challenge, you may also find yourself, you know, being challenged by positions of authority, by people of authority, and so on and so forth, right? So it's kind of like number one lends its, its um, signification, its meanings, in the, but like in a shadow sense, right? In a flip in a flipped kind of manner. Number two, as a challenge number, will denote a time where a quiet space 
is hard to find a place of rest and softer attitude to yourself and life. Relationships and bonds will be harder to form and finding emotional nourishment and support may be more difficult to establish. Now, it may also point to a time where finding lasting and stable love is harder or even the very connection to our own innate sensitivity may be compromised. Now, remember, this is no mistake and this is not bad. It is an invitation to continuously find new ways to work with and around this sense of friction and lack. Moreover, it adds a dimension to your pinnacle that enriches the lesson of the time as a whole, right? It literally joins the plot to give depth, right? To give more dimensions to to the whole story of your life, to the whole unfolding. Number three, as a challenge number, will denote a time where taking it easy won't be that easy. So, for example, free self-expression won't always be an option, maybe due to life's demands or some health issues, um, right? right? Like something, for whatever reason, impedes and hampers your capacity to kind of flow into that simplicity of the three. So we'll need to look at the pinnacle and cycles. Okay, cycles, I'm not talking about them here, but you can uh, uh, listen more and learn more about them in the episode about period cycles. So we'll need to look at both the pinnacle and the cycle to better know the reasons why, right? Why three becomes a challenge. So that's, again, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to kind of like point to the more complex and advanced, you know, techniques of working with astrology where we start to really tie in all those details together and weave a more complete story. So it will be a time where you wish you could just chill or have fun and enjoy yourself, but that is somehow not coming so easy to you during such a time. It may also be a time where communicating your ideas is more challenging. Um, Remember though that it's a long-term period. So we're never really talking about like an inability, right? But rather like a general setting. It's more like a fragrance that accompanies you for quite some time. So when you have like a challenge three or a challenge two or any other number, don't think in terms of like, oh my gosh, like I will not be able to enjoy. This is not the case. Of course you will be able to enjoy. But the setting, the general kind of setting will will pose a form of challenge for you to deal with, okay? So it's kind of like it's always going to be there somehow interwoven into the fabric of your experiences, inner and outer, to teach you something so that you you have something to kind of like wrestle with in order to evolve. And as I said, the deepen kind of your learning process. 
So I want you to notice how the numbers in the challenge number location, when they are occupying that location, they lend more of their shadow side. Or perhaps do not give enough of their natural strengths. Moving on to the last um, parameter, right, or, or um, uh, position in the numerological chart we're going to cover today, I want us to talk about the numbers lending their meanings to the personal years, okay? So let's define the personal years. And again, I just want to remind you that I have a full episode about personal years. You can just you know, listen to it to get more information um, and understanding. But personal years are a more dynamic movement, quite literally a yearly movement. In that sense, they are more periodical and focused lessons. They are felt more intensely a bit like a laser beam focused in a very particular direction. So they reveal the changing seasons of every personal year of your life from birthday to birthday. They define the central lessons, opportunities, and focus of that, um, sorry, of, of each particular personal year you're going through, just like the changing seasons. Um, so in a way, the numbers functioning in a personal year are very, very similar, um, to the way they function in the pinnacles only for a much shorter time. So the personal years are what we can term short-term period cycles. Okay. And therefore, on the one hand, they are felt, um, more clearly, uh, more kind of in a, in a very crisp uh, manner. And on the other uh, hand, they have less of a lasting kind of impact um, as the pinnacles do. By the way, if you, if you have a bit of um, knowledge in astrology, it's a little bit like comparing it to the, the outer planet's impact on us and the inner planet's. Right, the the fast moving planets and the slow moving planets that have like this lifelong impact on us, in compared to the more like short term but still important changing influences in our life. Now, as you advance as a numerologist, you need to interpret the personal years in light or in the context of the pinnacles and the cycles. Otherwise, you will always be interpreting them as if it's the same meaning each and every time. But remember, if the context changes, right, if the school environment is different, then the personal year will function in that school environment. And you have to figure out what does that mean? So having kind of introduced us into the personal years, let us see how the numbers behave or lend their principal energy and meaning to the personal years. Number one, as a personal year, will denote a year focused on new beginnings, setting the stage for what's to come in the near and also far future. 
So new projects, new studies, but in general, any other initiative that needs to be set into motion. So you may be required or feel the urge to strengthen your authority in your field of expertise or your workplace. It's really a time for sowing seeds for the future with courage, right? Piercing into the new, daring to start off like a new venture, um, uh, to venture into the new. Um, so it is a bit like uh, inseminating reality with your intentions for the future, but really kind of like carving out a new path. That will, from that moment onwards, like be set in motion, generating a whole new momentum. Number two, as a personal year, will denote a year focused more on taking time to nourish and nurture yourself and the seeds that you've just planted in the previous year, number one. So you can also see, right, this continuum with the cycle of the personal years, right? You have to start to look at the years as a continuum with a certain logic, like a certain fruition, a process, a process of growth. So here, as I said, we nourish and nurture the seeds that we've planted. When a seed is young, it needs careful tending. It needs patience, right? We can't rush it. So this, it's, it may also be a time where you put more emphasis on interpersonal relationships, forming bonds, and investing um, in, in your partner or close friends, or in general, like forming or finding a relationship. And again, tending to a seed, right? It's also a form of relationship and care. You cannot speed it up. You have to really be there and take your time. It's about waiting for the right timing in the year number two. That's how we're kind of, that's what really sets the tone in year number two. So it's, it's a lot about honing in on your uh, gentleness and sensitivity. Moving on to number three, as a personal year, it will denote a year to start expressing the first budding, you know, flowers sown in year number one and, you know, cultivated and, and, and nurtured throughout year number two. Now it's really a time for creative self-expression, making new friends, connecting, sharing ideas, being inspired. It may well be a time where you expand your knowledge in many ways and forms and enjoy blending with other people's thoughts and ideas. So this year, the three year provides much opportunity for creative expression and showcasing yourself and mingling with other people to get inspired and inspire. So notice how the numbers lend their principal energy to form what I like to call like a seasonal frequency or lesson. It is as if they show up as opportunities. 
And we need to follow them and know their purpose so as to make the best out of the personal years, right? If you want to sow seeds, you don't do that like in the in the depth of winter, right? Where everything is like in frost and frozen and snowy outside. It won't work. So you have to work in alignment with the, with the changing tides of time, of the cosmos of reality. And that's really um, what the numbers tell us when they function in the personal year position. So in the last two episodes, we basically covered quite some ground regarding how numbers function in the varying chart locations. I encourage you to put more emphasis on how the interpretation changed from location to location uh, in order to really extract the most from these episodes. To, to, that's really the best takeaway. So instead of just, for example, listening to the interpretations uh, that I was providing as like a standalone energy, the real purpose of these two episodes was to provide a kind of comparison of all these varying locations so that you can truly learn how one principal energy can completely shift its behavior and its function based on the location it's occupying. Um, and that's really the whole point of these two episodes, to train you to think in that way, right? So that you can slowly learn to convert the meaning of the numbers as they change locations. Even if a location is rather new to you, you can start to see the way of thinking. So once you understand the number well, and once you understand the location well, you can already start to figure out the way that number will behave in the respective location. And so I hope this inspires you to deepen into numerology and really, um, again, like exposes you to the beauty and, and the depth and the complexity of this profound science. And before we wrap this up, if you are enjoying, if you've enjoyed this episode and this podcast, and again, you want to keep learning more, you appreciate in-depth numerology, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on the platform you're listening from and become part of my numerology community. It means a lot to me and it also supports me to do more of this work for you guys. And also don't forget to check out my professional numerology readings. It's a very empowering experience. And if you are curious about studying numerology, remember that I offer the self-study numerology course, a self-paced program, or in-depth numerology certification studies if you want to acquire um, deeper mastery over numerology. And also remember to leave your answers to the questions at the end of the episodes. This really helps me know more about you and in the long run, simply provide you with better content and establish a closer relationship with you guys. Okay, my friends, I hope you enjoy this episode. And as always, I'll see you in the next episodes. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, 
and you want to go deeper into numerology, check out my website, tom-eckert.com. You can also book a numerology reading or even study numerology yourself through my courses. I'll see you in the next episode.